I'm going to ask you, Cavante, this specifically. If this was the first episode of a new CW show that you'd ever seen, <laughs> you're coming in, you've got some Superman knowledge, like, you sticking with? Uh, this was the this was the perfect amount of <laughs> Hallmark for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's high praise. That I would have I would have uh Yeah, no, I I plan on watching more of it. I'll just put it that way. Okay. <laughs> I'll take that. Lois and Clark is our jam. We're talking about Terry Dean and Superman. We'll cover it all, at least we'll do what we can. And now it's time for the show. What a show. I'll put on watching more of it. Uh, but yeah, it, it threw me for a loop because I did not know what to expect. But uh, it was it was it was it was a fun watch. Who could know what to expect here? <laughs> Welcome back to Lois and Clark, the new podcast of Superman. I'm Matt Truex, uh, and I am joined by the hosts, co-hosts, the hosts of uh, Always Hold On to Arrow, and my good friends Lance Laster and Cavante Chillis. How are you guys? Doing good, man. How are you? Very good. Like, so excited to have you guys here. Thanks, man. Um, This is a thrill, because it's like, if anyone doesn't follow your show, you're talking Arrow, you're talking CW-verse. Yeah. And then... Hallmark Christmas movies. Yeah, yeah, come (laughs) early November, December, there was was a left turn. Yeah, there was. Yeah, there was. And and as someone that that talks to you guys online far too often, (laughs) I knew it was coming, and I understood why, but it was the most enjoyable, like round of podcasting i've ever heard so i knew i had oh, to man. have you on for this this particular that's high episode. praise thanks like, yeah, high yeah. Pra- can you guys speak to that a little bit uh, to the show about our and uh, yeah about our love of and sure and Hallmark. yeah what brings you here for the uh christmas episode yeah take it away kev yeah so i uh i found all you uh you wonderful people through twitter through the always hold on to smallville podcast and i got to be a guest on that and I got to know Zach, who hosts that episode for a while. I mean, he's been hosting it forever. And as the episodes went on, I listened to it. I I, I heard your episodes. I started listening to your Always Home Birds of Prey. Like, I, I just kind of, like, felt like I was getting to know you guys through the podcast. So much so that I discovered that I wanted to do an Arrow podcast with Lance, who at the time I had actually never spoken to. I had just True. heard him so much on the podcast, I felt like we would be really good friends. It's going to be fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and one of the reasons I knew that Lance was my people mm-hmm. was because he also has a love for Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> and that is so rare. Yes, it is. <laughs> not, it's not rare for people to like Hallmark. It's rare for people like Lance and I. <laughs> Correct. We are not the demographic for these movies. All the Venn diagram. We are you definitely guys are the not. tiny little piece in yeah. the center. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. And uh, it's kind of been this in 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 with Arrow and the Arrowverse. A lot of Hallmark actors also are, make appearances or are characters in the Arrowverse. So mm-hmm. it just kind of seemed like something we should hit, and it made it kind of makes us stick out a little bit from the other Arrow podcast out there. I don't think anybody else is talking about Hallmark in their Arrow podcast. Actually, I, I, I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. <laughs> so we just want to kind of differentiate ourselves from everything else out there. And uh, I, I'm glad you liked it because I hope we oh all my God, somebody yes. does. Uh-huh. So like, 
in season two of this show, which, as people know, was years ago now, <laughs> um, we like we're, we're familiar with this as well over here with fucking Dean Cain himself hanging around. Yeah. Oh yeah. Has, I've seen some Dean Cain Christmas who, movies. Yeah. Who has like lived off like, the back of Christmas for yeah. years now. He's like he has like double digit movies. Yeah. He's out. He must. Right. <laughs> it's like I. So we we did one and then went like. Oh, this makes a Hallmark show look like fucking Endgame. So like this, like, <laughs> we can't do this anymore. But like, tr- truly, it was just such a fun, um, like, I don't know, round season story of podcast that you guys covered. Like, yeah. I can't recommend it enough. Anyone that's into Arrow, a should totally listen to your show. But oh, thanks, man. Um, that yeah. was just so fun, and it's also like shit you've never heard of. Like, I had no idea. Who is going to be in what? You know, yes. like you just come up with these. I'd see these stupid titles come onto the app and be like, oh, fuck yes. Yeah, like, let's go. I think that's the best part is we, 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 kept, we kept teasing we were going to do something. We didn't say what. And so, yeah. you know, yeah. if there are people out there who randomly would wake up and get a notification that Arrow had a new podcast. Like, oh. And they open it. It's like nine lives of Poor Christmas. People. What is uh, this? Exactly. You know, I'm like, yes, we got them. Christmas duet. Christmas duet. Yes. Christmas with the darlings. What is this? But yeah. Anyway, so that that is what brings you guys here yeah. to to Metropolis for uh, our season three Christmas episode, the least Christmassy episode I've ever seen of any. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you got, <laughs> like three fourths through this episode, I was like, you got me. Yeah, <laughs> this is not much Christmas at all. Uh-huh. Yep, I know. Pretty light on it. Again, like the amount of times I've texted, "I'm sorry" to you guys in the past <laughs> week alone. Um, but let, like, let's do a baseline here, if you don't mind. Like, um. Uh, Lance, let's start with you. But like mm-hmm. uh, anyone that listens to Smallville probably has an idea of this. But like, where do you land with DC, Superman, and Lois and Clark in particular? Like, what brings you to the world? Okay, well, you know, I've been reading comic books since basically I I was you know able to read, yeah. and you know my my I'm a Batman guy first and foremost, but Superman is like, you know, he's a solid number two for me. Like, you know, he's like mm-hmm. right up there. So he's like, my favorite characters in fiction are Batman and Superman. So it was like, it's always been those two. And so as a result, like growing up, I, you know, heavy in my rotation of things that I watched all the time was the Christopher Reeve Superman movies. And when this show came came on, when I was like in elementary school, like early elementary school, I was yeah. like, well, hell yeah, I'm watching Horace <laughs> Clark. Right, yeah. So, and and then of course, like you know, I, I you know I I watch. I remember watching the first season like pretty religiously, like as a family, like we watched you know that show, and yeah. you know, like it was it was you know it was a hit, right? And mm-hmm. then uh, and then as a result of that, like you know, Terry Hatcher is my Lois, right? So, uh, and so like, it's always just a joy to see her like do anything because like, you know, I have fond Uh memories of being like, that's Lois Lane. Like that's my Lois. Right. So, (laughs) uh, so yeah. So like this show, it's a, it has a nice special place in, in, in the pantheon of things that like I've, I've watched and I it's it was fun to re- revisit the show because I haven't seen it in so long that and was a question I had for you too it's been like, it's been a really long time where is this in the rewatch you know I hierarchy I, I started like okay so in college when the first season came out on DVD like that was mm-hmm. like I watched it then and then I saw some like they had some, some magical ma- day wasn't it oh yeah <laughs> it was <laughs> uh, and then they had some random episodes like I think about like about six years ago or so uh, would come on at random times at night. This is when I was like, you know, uh, 
live tweeting Smallville at like three o'clock in the morning (laughs) on TNT. Yeah. Well, like I I think it was like TBS or like, or like lifetime or something at one point. I know it was on like Toonami or like one of the like kids. Yeah, it uh, was. Cartoon networks at one point. It was on something like that. Like, like really like, like at one o'clock in the morning or something. Yeah. Real weird times. So I, so I saw some random episodes with that because they weren't ever in order. Uh, but I think I remember the last episode that I saw was, um, was when he when he finds out about uh, about fake Lois spoilers. So <laughs> what, Lance? No. So, so it's like I was like, that person wasn't Terry that Hatcher the whole time. Be spoiled. <laughs> I'm the last one. You did it. No. <laughs> so yeah, that was that's my last. Uh, that was like the last thing that I saw of the show up until watching this episode. Sorry, <laughs> you yeah. were like, you know what? I'm good for a couple years. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> Fake Lois can eat all the frogs she wants. Um, uh, uh, Kev, we're, like, yeah, I know. I just wanted to say it to see your face. Oh wow! What is? This? I was yeah, uh, but yeah. Matt, what, what's what's up? Yeah, so I know I recently afflicted you with season one. You did. I, I um, appreciate that. Yeah, where, where are you coming from with with you know Superman in general, and then specifically 1990s Superman? Uh, I had no knowledge of the show uh, until I met you guys. Um, like I, no, like no cultural had, Terry Hatcher I, in a cape, nothing. No, uh, I I knew okay. I, I I did know that Dean Kane played Superman because I was watching a Hallmark Christmas movie, and my wife said he played Superman, didn't he? And I was like, did he? And I didn't know. <laughs> so I learned about that then, but. Okay. I also admitted to you during our Snyder Cut podcast yes, that I'd actually recently. haven't seen an episode, which you bought me season one and sent it to me <laughs> across the country. It was such a nice gesture. I'm just spreading plague wherever I can, you know, like really <laughs> no, just I, infecting I, every home. I genuinely appreciated it. So I've only gotten like three episodes in and then uh, I, I checked this one. I jumped ahead to season three. Um, not knowing anything. <laughs> okay, no. What a ride! Yeah, what a weird, like a fucking headboard. But yeah, crush. so I mean, you know, and and I've, I've I've shared on other various podcasts that my my uh, my I didn't grow up with the movies. I, I just missed all those things. In uh, Smallville, when I was deployed in Afghanistan, became like my lifeline. I had it all on one giant hard drive, illegally, <laughs> and we watched them, <laughs> and uh, I became obsessed. And then I. I did not find anyone else in my life, military and outside civilian world that cared about this show. Like I did. I thought I was the only person in the world that knew about this show and liked We'd it. We'd seen this 10 season show. Yes. <laughs> and then I found all you guys and I was, I was like, I, I have found my people. <laughs> I mean, truly a similar thing for me where like, even I, I it kind of happened that it ended for me in the middle of college. And I would tell people, I'm like, well, you know, like, Saturday morning, I'll probably watch tomorrow's Smallville, or, you know, last night's Smallville, or whatever. They're like, like a rerun? I'm like, no, like the, the new season. It's fucking on still? I'm like, yeah, like. Bro, you have no idea how many times Zach and I heard that. Like, from high, yeah. like, from high school through college till after college, people yeah. would legit tell us, y'all are still watching that show? That's like, on? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> my, my best friend in the world and my roommate in college, we were like walking uh, to a, what, a party or something at night and he had just been in a, in a his mother was in town. He had just been in her t- hotel room. She happened to have CW on and it happened to be the end of Homecoming when like 
Clark and Lois are yeah. dancing, and they kind of fly for the first time. And we're walking to this party, and he's like, oh, yeah, I saw Clark's flying now. And I'm like, what? You know, like, what, what, are you, what are you talking about? He's like, it's Smallville. He's Superman. I'm like, I've been waiting 10 years to see this motherfucker fly. Like, and this is how you tell me. That's good. Anyway, Smallville aside, welcome to season three, guys. Yeah. Like, I've, I've been saying on this show that this is, like, believe it or not, my favorite stretch of episodes of okay. this whole series. Because... Because she knows right now they're engaged. You know, like, it's just, like, for a few episodes, they were on again, off again, dating, figuring it out. It's just, like, it's what, when they said that we were going to get a Tyler Hecklin, Bitsy Tolick show, mm-hmm. I wanted it to be. Of just, like, them, her aware, dating in Metropolis, figuring everything out. Obviously, yeah. we skipped ahead a few years oh, on, yeah. on the other show. Yeah. Um, this... I would like to say is not necessarily included in that favorite stretch of episodes <laughs> run, you know, like exception proves the rule, but I'm very excited to talk to you guys about it. Uh, we're at three eleven. home is where the herd is. Um, first aired December 17th, 1995 written by Eugenie Ross Lemming and Brad Buckner, who are like co EPs or some sort of executive producer at the time. I am still fuzzy, frankly, as to when they take over the show, but they will ultimately be the ones that bring it crashing into the ground in season four. So <laughs> we're with the dream team this week. <laughs> yes. And uh, directed by uh, Jeffrey Notridge, who has had like a ton of work on his resume, but also did so many episodes of a 1997 revival of Flipper that starred Jessica Alba that I had no idea was a thing until this morning, but... Uh, Shout I out have, to Flipper. I have to admit, I, I knew about that because... Really? I, I'm, contra- I'm contractually obligated to watch anything involving Jessica Alba because I love her. So Okay. If you were, if you were on our pod, we would we would do a review of that, ep- of that movie. Yes. <laughs> That's like a midsummer thing. We'll come back. We'll talk about seasons one through fucking four of Flipper, by the way. Yeah. Is that where she came from? Like, is that what... Her That's one of the game? like one of the earliest things, yeah. Okay, I had no idea that I yeah, had I've Jessica Alba. Yes, okay. I've seen it. Yes, interesting. <laughs> um, anyway, let's jump into the episode here because, like, something that we must discuss right away. It starts with what I call the fanfare, a, a pan up, like a big kind of like triumphant version of the score for a second. This weird like shooting star and the Superman logo in the sky. Mm-hmm. We've seen that at the end of an episode in season one. But okay. from this moment on, it starts every single episode of the show. Huh. That, so that took just... me by surprise. I was like, because at first I was like, where's my theme? Because I love the right. theme. And I was like, when it started, I was like, what is this thing? What is this shit? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I love the theme too. But um, it's just such a weird thing. And I never frankly knew, like, this is part of why I did this podcast. Like, I never really kind of clocked when it came in. Mm-hmm. But like this is it. And I don't know why this was the decision that all of a sudden this is this new added feature that they add to the beginning of the episodes. But yeah. I'm, I'm just so excited that Kevante got to, got to experience it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. I was like, <laughs> okay, cool. So it starts. I was just right. watching it. Um, so, I mean, like we've talked about Christmas movie love, but like, I love Christmas episodes and stuff like this when like you see the set that you know so well, and it's mm-hmm. all decked out for Christmas. And like, I, I got this episode starts and it gives me those vibes in our in our daily planet here. I don't know yeah. about you guys. Oh, for sure, for sure it does. And you know, it's I like seeing I like seeing the decorations. And then, of course, in true Hallmark fashion, we have one person who's not 
feeling the holiday spirit. And All then, real Grinch. And then yep. somebody else who's about it. So like I was like, All right, cool. I see I see what we're going with. Yeah, yes. no, you, it, you, you promised me a Christmas episode and it opened up and the first thing I see is Christmas. I'm like, all right, I'm in. You got me. Yeah, I gave you some of a Christmas episode. So. <laughs> um, I also I like immediately exactly what you're saying, Lance, of like Perry's skiing with his son and Jimmy's going to Vegas with mom. But Lois, like true to form from season two, the first Christmas episode, told a grumpus, told a Grinch, like doesn't want anything to do with family. Yeah. She told her mother that she had to cover for Clark because he's going to go to Smallville, but apparently he's not going to Smallville. Which brings me to my first question of, like, these people are fucking engaged. How is this not a conversation they've had till the middle of the workday at the Daily Planet? <laughs> Dude, you man. know, they're both busy. They're just busy, I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so they spend every single moment together. It's just, like, one of those, like, the most TV thing you've ever seen, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. And then we get uh, a check-in on the TV on uh, an LNN Luther News Network broadcast uh, with Mindy Church. Um, <laughs> who, like Lance, what? do you have any memory of Mindy Church? I I had a memory of Bill Church, but okay. but Which her one? I completely forgot about. And what a character! Dude. What a character! <laughs> so... Oh my god, she. I knew that I was in for a good time when I heard her begin to speak. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, first off, what an amazing choice this actress took. Yes. And then I was like, yes. somehow, because the show ends up being way, like, I don't know what I was expecting, but it was way more fantastical mm-hmm. than I expected it to be. Yeah. And it, she was like above that, but it worked. <laughs> like, I know, I know. You know but like some people come in and understand like, Oh, I can crank it up to 11 and still be totally fine in this world. Yeah. And that's like something that she does. This yeah. this woman, we haven't seen her. This is a thing. We haven't seen her since the first episode of season three, this season, where she was introduced as the wife of Peter Boyle, who was Bill Church Sr. <laughs> Peter Boyle from <laughs> Young Frankenstein and Everybody Loves Raymond. Amazing. <laughs> and was like starting to hit on... Peter Boyle's son, who is Bruce fucking Campbell, Ash from, you know, Evil Dead. Nutso. And then, like, that whole storyline happened. Those two men are in jail now. She takes over their enterprise or whatever, and she disappears for ten episodes. (laughs) And this is her final episode of the show. Like, she just had these two things. They leave it open-ended in the end. I was gonna ask if she come back. no idea what they're doing. I was gonna ask if she come back, because I would want to be on every episode she's on. I, I yeah, understand. Sure. <laughs> I totally get it. I really do. For sure. And like, she gave me some like some serious like Jennifer Tilly vibes from from yeah. Liar. Yep. Okay. I I see that. I just always think like Marilyn Monroe cranked up to eleven. Again. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like it's just so so beyond that. And I like that her whole persona is like she plays that up, mm-hmm. but yeah. then is secretly you know this cigar smoking evil lady. I like it. But I dig um. It. I do too. Um, real quick, do you guys watch "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" at I all? Do. At all mm-hmm. familiar with it? I this lived. Is, I it, lived in Philly, man. <laughs> okay, this is Jackie DiBernardo. This yeah. is the newscaster that Dennis was is obsessed with. I yeah. had no idea that that was that was Mindy Church. Yep. Um, the actress's name is Jessica Collins. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, okay. Well, you guys are ahead of me on that. <laughs> so she does this this news interview though, which is basically just checking in and reminding you that she exists. Um, we are reminded that she runs Intergang. She's smoking her cigar. It's it's the 
scene from Batman 89 where the Joker's (laughs) saying that he's taking over and nobody's listening to him. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we've got like these super duper gangsters with amazing shoes and sock choices. Yeah. Um, Great choice for those red socks, man. Feet up on the table. Yep. Just so that you can identify the body later. (laughs) Um, Cinema. But they don't don't take orders from no woman. So, (laughs) Yeah, he doubled down on He's like, we don't take orders from no woman. Like something else, and we definitely won't listen to you. It's like, but you you said you said that already, man. Yeah, like you're just being. But he rude. had a really convincing gangster accent, and I was sold. I believed. Yeah, him. this guy had no idea what show he was getting cast <laughs> no, for. Like you know, were they casting for The Sopranos yet? Like I don't know. Like when I know, show like came he out. was so like. <laughs> He was ready. I thought this was a stage reading of The Godfather. Like, <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. Wait, this is not Donnie Brasco. <laughs> exactly. But then, like. Immediately, any sort of, like, seriousness he has is undercut by her plan to kill them. Which, like, the poison gas starts pumping in. Her, like, oxygen mask from an airplane falls down. Amazing. Yeah. And And then then even the recording of, like... Yeah. She had a recording explaining to them in their last moments of choking on poison gas what was happening to them. In the event of poison gas, please make sure (laughs) your mask is properly... Yeah. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah. So, like, this brings me to my question always of, like, who is this show for besides me you know like besides the venn diagram that is me like (laughs) what like audience are we catering to because it's so in these moments batman 66 to me yes apparently it's for me because i was like open mouth smiling the whole time like this is great i know know. like this is hilarious and you know this unassuming you know you know seemingly like ditzy woman it has like this great like scheme to kill off all the gang members in the town by gassing, and then yep. even have the I I legit and maybe I don't know maybe what do you guys think? I thought that was her voice in the recording. Why not? Like, like I, yeah. I, was... I think she's committed to the bit. Like we <laughs> exactly. know that about so her I canonically. It's so funny to record. That's a good point. Record that mm-hmm. and then play it while you're killing people. Just made me really. Yeah, I I have no idea. It, she keeps. I don't know who the show is for. Her nails yeah, too, you know? Lance, who do you think this show is for? I have no idea. I. I'm not sure, but the Batman 66 crowd fits, uh, yeah. especially considering that the, you know, that was really the last live action, you know, superhero show that was really, really big was that one because you had right. the Hulk show in the seventies, but it didn't get the heights of Batmania. No. And it was, it was a, like, it's a grid show, but it's its own animal. It's very, it's more cerebral seems like a bit much for the Hulk show. <laughs> yeah. but like it's a little more yeah. emotionally driven. I'll yes, say. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so this definitely is like you could definitely see that this is the same. It's from the branches of the same tree of of that. Yes, yeah. Uh, it's just such a weird halfway point between sixty six and then the stuff we get today with the the yeah. super mm-hmm. the CW stuff. You know, like I'm, I'm not lumping Arrow into this, but Flash. You know, like this For is sure. kind of halfway between those. Um. I, I find it fascinating, too. So, like, she's killed all these people. We instantly, after the amazing opening titles. I love the opening titles. <laughs> such a, such a, just, every, even for this, when I've got, like, 40 minutes to write, like, an hour's worth of notes, I will still sit and watch that. <laughs> oh, yeah. We cut to, like, like I said, the shoes of this gangster yeah. in his socks so that we can identify these bodies mm-hmm. being taken out of the subway or whatever. And Lois immediately is like, huh, this feels like when Intergang was going maybe i should talk to mindy church and it's just like so we're just like she's just on top of it yeah, already she, like there yeah. there could be no tension in this episode at all if that's, you want it you know that's very true dude that so felt like such a weird move yeah that that was like you know I, like i said i've only watched a few episodes of season one but like that is like my impression of like 
that's MF and Lois Lane. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, yeah. like she already figured it out. Like she already got an idea. She has a hunch. And like, she's right. Normally mm-hmm. they do that in the beginning of episodes to teach the character a lesson that they can't usually go off. Or they need to get more information or mm-hmm. get right. help. But no, or it'll be the jumping off point, yeah. but it's like, no, Lois is she had the 100% whole thing down within like a few top. minutes of just watching the scene. I was like, yeah, she's, yep. she's pretty awesome. Yep. Um, and she would have remained awesome if she hadn't seen her father do an infomercial on television. So Yo. this, yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay, hang on. Go ahead. I, Go okay, ahead. guys. Okay. Uh, I, I got nothing. Was so. not ready for not general <laughs> Sam Lane, for for Doctor Lane being this kooky Dr. dude just trying to sell abs and like he's like a joke. Abs in a bottle. Building Amazing. a cyborg wife. <laughs> Yo, we'll get to we'll, oh, we'll get to that. Whoa, we'll get to, Baby Gunderson will have her whole Dude, twenty minute section of this podcast. I was yeah. not prepared. I, I yeah, I was well. not prepared either. And the entire like when I was looking at him, I was like, the first thing I thought when I saw Doctor Sam Lane, not General Sam Lane, I was like, is this Mister Kaplan? Is this the principal from Power Rangers? Because he looks a whole <laughs> lot like him. Oh wow! Okay. But it, but it's not. <laughs> I, I, I double checked, but there is somebody else in this episode <laughs> that I recognize, and he is definitely that person. <laughs> I, I have a question. Okay, we'll get to it. Oh, we'll get to it. We'll up. get to it yeah. soon, actually. Good. Okay. Uh, yes, this is Dr. Sam Lane, who, as a character, we haven't seen since season one when he was making cyborg um, boxers that wound up boxing with Superman on the streets of Metropolis. <laughs> in, like, not not like they found him and they, like, got into a tussle, like, in a ring that was set up in the middle of the street. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, I just found a new show. Yeah. He, <laughs> new you're, show. you're episodes away, man. You're so close. Um, he disappeared, changed his face completely. This is both of Lois's parents here are recast. This oh. is Har- Harv Parcell, who goes back to, by the way, like, Alfred Hitchcock presents the unsinkable Molly Brown. Like he was in 30 episodes of the show, the pretender, which the only reason I know about that show is because it came on after Lois and Clark. <laughs> yep. reruns. It's like, are you a doctor? I am today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> God. But yeah, so like, this is him. Like these actors playing her parents are it for the rest of the show. Um, but just like Hawking abs in a bottle and a complete snake oil salesman. Yeah. And it's such a weird move for this show that is very faithful to Lois as a character that mm-hmm. they, they just took a left turn in season one and they are committed to it now in season three. Yeah. 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 It's a little weird. Um, uh, but meanwhile, Lois, you know, gets her, gets her shit together, um, decides to go and interview Mindy church. Like she says, um, Mindy church, who is laying it on thick. Like they are on a street park bench in Metropolis and she's crying because her beauty reminds her of men, which reminds her of her husband who's incarcerated. And God, it's just so hard to be rich and beautiful. You yes, know? It, apparently it is. It, you know, uh, it must have been hard growing up with all of that upper middle class oppression that she had. Yeah, there. really. <laughs> Having insane beauty and marrying rich, it, it really takes it out on you. Um, but she, she uh, of course, is denying that um, intergang is is a thing anymore intergang's dead you know that that ended with uh her husband and now she's just a bird in a gilded case so yeah a cage as lois corrects her yes which i was like um, i was like was that a misread and then lois corrected her. i was like oh thank god thank Christ, yeah. <laughs> and like immediately here too like batman 66 stuff starts happening yeah. again there is a yeah. there's a clown with a bomb 
made of balloons. Yeah. Basically. Well, it's also like again, like some also Batman eighty nine vibes because like you know Joker and his. Like, oh yeah. You know, like his like his, I'm your uncle Bingo that whole th- type of thing. It's, it's, check. It's so much like that. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was just kind of tripping when Superman just swoops down and like bomb and like just turns over and like yes. blow up in his hands. I was like. What am I watching? This is so great. <laughs> no, it's just it's just thinking about like how Superman's portrayed on television and movies today. <laughs> yes, and I'm just super yeah. like, oh, hey, how's it going? I have a bomb in my hand. Excuse Stop. me. And like, dude, <laughs> what? Like, the teeniest little just like poof, puff of it, the it, smoke it just, explosion. It just yeah. made him. It made Superman, dare I say, charming. And like, yes. I miss charming Superman because yeah, that's he's very charming. <laughs> That's why it's so hard to live with 2021 Dean Cain yeah. and be uh-huh. obsessed with this show and be like, but he was great. <laughs> yeah. But I love his Superman so much. Yeah. And he, he Just, looked good in the suit. Hmm? Um, I was I was impressed. I'd forgotten about that aspect. I was like, homeboy looks good in this suit. Yeah. He yeah, looks good. Did. Thank you. This is my, my favorite suit. <laughs> God damn it. You tell me Superman, I close my eyes and it looks like Dean Cain and then... Yeah. yeah. Then you read his Twitter. Um, <laughs> yeah. Then you read his Twitter. Um, one thing I do love too about this interaction is even before he like references the bomb, he like you know flies to just jumps into frame. Yeah. yeah. Has the bomb and gives Lois a quick like, hi. Oh, yeah. Bomb. You know, like, it's just like perfect little like it doesn't betray anything. No. Nope. They like the public knows that they're friendly and they're familiar with each other. Yep. It's just it all works for me. I do have a like. Did we forget it's Christmas? Could this not have been a Santa or an elf that sent this bomb? Or, yeah, you know, like that's true. I think it was only Christmas we saw Santa for the earlier. First and last scene of the episode. It was only Christmas I think Day. That's fair uh, I don't yeah. recall much Christmas in between. It's only Christmas when Lois needs to have a headache. Yeah. Then it can be Christmas. Yeah. Um, but then we check in with you know the world's most notorious assassin, who I think is the second person this season to be described <laughs> as. That. Oh man, um, the handyman himself. My Joey man. Bermuda. Oh my god. This is oh, the guy okay. that I recognize. Do you Okay, how do you recognize him? He is Lizzie McGuire's dad. Yep. Oh, yes, I wow. watched Lizzie McGuire also. Oh, wow. Robert Carradine, Sam McGuire. <laughs> it's funny cuz like, you know on IMDb they show you the posters or yes. whatever. Like instantly under his picture is Hillary Duff like yep. doing a little kick yeah. for the movie poster. <laughs> like this is this is fun. And Kung uh, Fu but, the Legend continues, but but really it's, Oh wow. But really it's for me it's it's uh, Lizzie McGuire's dad. That's funny. Wait, cuz that was the last thing I saw. Is Kung Fu the Legend continues connected to the original Kung Fu show? Yeah, cuz that's cuz it's his son. Okay. So even though also, Carradine is in it. The other weird thing is Beverly Garland who plays Alan Page in this. Yeah. Did an episode of the original Kung Fu show. <laughs> this is this too many, and now Kung Fu is coming back as the latest CW revamp show, on the CW. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just nuts. Anyway, Joey Bermuda, I kind of love him. He's on the phone with his kids, telling him like not to watch TV with violence Hilarious. as he's like laser blowing up this thing in his office. Like very Q Branch, very Bond. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm into it. But yeah, I I I, uh, I like his whole laid back, just like Hawaiian shirt yeah. villain. <laughs> yeah vibe you know just nonchalant yes yeah there's there's an ease to his villainy that i really despite the fact apparently he's the most like complicated mindy church goes and finds him because she's like 
a, a bomb and a and a clown and a thing. Like, of course it was you. Like, you know, like yeah. no, nobody is this obnoxious <laughs> is that, about how to kill people. Is that a good trade? Is like something really stupid? Yeah, it was clearly you. It's like, exactly. It's like, is that a, is that a good idea? And this thing? is a world where we've had we've had a villain called the prankster already, but like your your thing isn't even pranks. It's just like, what's the most roundabout way I could kill somebody? And that's gonna <laughs> yeah. be my calling card. <laughs> anyway, she's got I'm gonna say it, a pretty solid villain plan. Yeah, it is. We we do a thing here where it's just like, did anyone read a book this week? Did anybody read the comics? Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody read the comics this week because I mean, Doctor Sam Lane is evidence of that. <laughs> But somebody read War of the Worlds because mm-hmm. that's the plan here. They're going to try to find some Kryptonian microbe that he might have been immune to when he was on Krypton, but because he's never experienced it, could yeah. kill him. Yeah. I, I, I think it's a solid villain plan, especially if you have his spaceship and can scrape that for yeah. alien DNA. Good, good thing they had it, too. Yeah, um, not knowing how they had it. I don't know if this is something I just didn't see earlier in the season, or did they just show up with it? She's like, hey. This is the ship he came in on. I am I am so sorry that you're here for this, both of you guys. I'm obsessed with this prop, and it's the last time we see it. So I'm going to have no! to take a spaceship minute. Oh, no, go for um, it. Everything she says about it is correct. She says she gets it from a government agency. The last time we saw it was where Bureau 39 has it. And, like, that's when Clark first learns the world Krypton and whatnot. So, like, in, in modern day... They've had it forever. They're the only ones that we've seen with it. And now apparently she's bought it. Um, we've seen it in flashbacks and stuff. But I like, I am such a prop whore. I'm sitting here next to a batarang from a Birds of Prey show that nobody cares about. You a know, like, I just a birdarang. <laughs> and I just like, I, I'm so drawn to this stuff like candy. I don't know what it is, but like, I just totally cued in on this design as a kid i've been obsessed with it ever since i so wish to see it with my own eyes one day um but it's just like it's a weird thrill when when i see it on the show but she trots it out for all of two seconds just to explain that you know her scientists went over it they found crystallized germs and they're gonna make some super flu out of it yeah but craziness (laughs) i just i'm i'm must apologize again for the spaceship minute but thank you so much that's good you gave me like, you gave me like we... five Hallmark minutes. I'm sure we could take a minute for the spaceship. <laughs> We're good. The annoying thing is because like the spaceship itself shows up again. But between now and the final time we see it, the sh- prop was literally stolen from the set. So the next time we see it, it's a real quick version of it with different changes on it. Like it looks like shit because it feels like three days before they were like, um... Anybody seen the ship? You know, like <laughs> so on the last. So they slap it together. Yeah, so it is. It's lost. Pod, you're going to reveal that you were the person that stole if only. it, right? I, w- I, I have, I have been like, I'll tell no one, but like, if you know where it is, <laughs> please, please let me know. Um, anyway, that's our spaceship minute. Pour one out for the original spaceship here. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, with the rest of the show, sorry. Um, Lois, we're at Lois's apartment. We're outside of her apartment. Clark is there with all the takeout in the world. Yep. She's just coming home late because she worked late on the Mindy Church story. Um, I love her thanking him for grabbing the bomb yep. in such a throwaway moment. Like, yeah, nonchalant. I love it. <laughs> yep. This is just this is just their lives. Mm-hmm. This is just them as a couple, you know. Uh, but apparently she forgot that she invited the in-laws over. Whoopsie. So, whoopsie. <laughs> Thankfully, they're the Kents, and they're the, the easiest 
in-laws i can imagine ever having yeah. like they're they're super fine with it also but... not used to seeing old kids hanging out <laughs> like not used to that yeah, yeah! <laughs> i was like oh okay I... yeah they're interesting they're different than the other kids i've ever seen very very much so like um lance what is your take on these kids like i i i love them they're but... they're fun yeah they're fun and i, and I think they kind of are an inspiration for the kents that we get in the animated series because they're not mm-hmm. as lively as they are in this show, but like they are, but they're also not like what we typically see from the kents. Like they, you know, yes. they, so I I think they draw a lot of inspiration from what we saw in Lois and Clark. I think they went with that model for them uh, on the animated series. So good on them for that. Totally, they they've got lives. Like I remember um, the show creator Deborah Joy Levine talking about they cast Kay Callen as Martha because she was the only woman that didn't come in like you know, a patterned dress or whatever. Like she came in a robot gear, like she'd just been walk- working out and mm. it's just like, Oh, that's Martha Kent. Of course. You know, like she's, she's staying hip, you yeah. know, like she's staying <laughs> up with things. She's going out and taking art classes and stuff. Like she's just living the life. Yes. And oh, okay. Good for her. Anyway, I love them here. Um, they're trying to warn her though, that her father is, is, has shown up between the time that, Clark left and came back. Yeah. Um, and also her mother is at the door. So it's just like this perfect, you know, storm it's of such a It's such a sitcom yeah. moment. Very. This whole thing. Like, I don't have many notes for a lot of these scenes because it's so bantery. Mm-hmm. It's all this, you know, back and forth the sitcom vibe. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and Ellen is uh, mad to see Sam because he basically walked out on them, mm-hmm. it seems like. Um the Kents are trying to diffuse the situation with alcohol, but yeah. Ellen's an alcoholic, so everyone's a little awkward about that. And it's just like, it's it's a perfect little nightmare for Lois to live in for a second. Yep, and then, you know, Dad shows up with new girlfriend, which he apparently <laughs> yes. made. Oh, boy. Like, that, that's, a <laughs> lot to, that's a lot to unpack there. Um, like... <laughs> you, you, you want to know something, like, you know when you guys are watching a show at home, maybe by yourself, <laughs> and... You find yourself actually laugh, like you know, we laugh at you, like, <laughs> but like actually laughing out loud at something by yourself mm-hmm. is—I don't know if that happens a lot for people. When she came in, and she said, oh "My God, she's nine years old." <laughs> yeah, Dude, I legit <laughs> laugh. <laughs> and just the way this this actress is just being for this episode, killing it. She she, yep. she was a cyborg, man. Like she understood the assignment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, God. exactly. <laughs> this woman playing baby gun absolutely and she's got like almost bride of frankenstein yeah. like yes. frizzy hair you know like it's like oh you were made by a man like uh-huh. you have no idea what to do with this <laughs> exactly oh my god um, it was so I, good i love him throughout the like you're talking about literal laughing out loud i cracked up there's a scene later on here because like i we don't have to go kind of piece by piece here it is so sitcommy but basically you know like ellen can't stand it she's laying in bed with Lois and, like, needs aspirin and giving her the, like, what do you really know about Clark? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, yeah. Lois is telling her not to project. And Lois tries to explain to her father, like, like imagine it's not just about seeing you. It's about being replaced by a robot. And Sam's line of, you're right, I've got to be more sensitive. Baby, get in the closet. Like, <laughs> yeah. I laughed out loud. Yes. <laughs> I lost my shit at that. It was so good. Like, like it's like he, like the only way that would have been better is if he was or worse is if he would have said you know baby get in the corner like that's yeah. the only thing oh. that would have made it better. <laughs> but yeah, this is like this show is 
when this show is trying to be funny and isn't, it is a dirt. Like, it is so rough to get through. But when it's this type of crazy and some jokes like that land, mm-hmm. I'm in. Like, yeah. I nothing I can say. Yeah, and for me, kind of, like, just now seeing this for the first time, him just being like, I made her. And they're like, what? Like, well, you know how Tinker is cyborgs. I was like, I didn't know that. What do you mean? <laughs> Please continue. You tinker with these very realistic looking cyborgs? You have this technology? Yeah, you know, tinker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hobby, you know? It's so wild, man. But yeah, no, it was, it, it, she, and she ends up being a pivotal part of the episode. She's not a throwaway joke. Yep. You know? She helps out. Like she, yep. she saves Christmas. She saves yeah, I mean, like, yeah. She's great. In true sitcom fashion. Like, <laughs> like that was that was the punchline being delivered right there. It was like amazing. Yeah. One, of the, yep. one of the times yep. you texted, I'm sorry about us watching this, I was going to send you a screen cap of her smiling with the plugs <laughs> in her ears at the end. <laughs> <laughs> plugs in her ears. Oh, my God. <laughs> Again, who is this show for? At this point, I don't really care because at least it's funny. You yeah. Know? Um, and, and they give, like... I love the Lois and Clark stuff in this episode. Like, I, I am such a big softy for this show and what they do with them. But even this little moment here where um, Lois gets a call from an informant we've never heard of before, mm-hmm. Long Legs Lulu. And uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Clark superheroes a help Superman. Yeah. And they both give concurrent excuses for why he has to leave at the same time. And there's like, it's such yep. a sitcom. Yes. There's no explanation. They just look at each other and like, should be fine. And, and off they go. You know, like, I, I love yep. that type of thing with them here. Man, Take note, superhero shows need to have secret identities. Yes. I'm so sick of yes. everyone knowing whatever. Because, like, that is part of the fun of how they're going to yes. get away from mm-hmm. their family get together for Christmas holiday to go save the world. Like, that's the kind mm-hmm. of stuff I'm in for. Instead of just being like, run, I... Barry. Wait, sorry. Talking about a show. I don't... <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Let me reel that in. Let me reel that in. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you're referencing. Um, I, I love, too, how they kind of thread the needle in this of everyone in the scene know, knowing, you know, what's going on except for the lanes, except mm-hmm. for Ellen and Sam. And, like, I think they do that really beautifully with the Kents later on, too, when he's sick, when, like, clearly Martha is very upset, but she's got to keep composed mm-hmm. and yep. keep it all together, you know? And, like, you know, I, I, I think they, they do all of that really nicely here. But before we get there... Lois and Ellen wind up going to meet Long Legs Lulu, who unfortunately winds up dead in yeah. a uh, in a trash can. A lot of like dead legs telling us things in this episode. Mm-hmm. It's very grim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This poor this poor woman. And then we meet like I guess the head of street crime seems in so. Metropolis <laughs> now, which like this show's version of Intergang is such a bummer. It's a choice. It's a choice. It's, it's just like. When everything else is so wacky, like they're not, they're never gonna bring in like the fourth world and dark side or whatever mm-hmm. on this show. But like they could be getting alien technology from somewhere. Like they could be doing any matter of things. But they're just like really well, like super organized crime. Yeah. You know? But uh, Ellen gets basically chased out of uh, the alley here by this guy who's heading up street crime for yeah. intergang. And it's really just a setup so that we know him later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love this actor. Though I uh, another affliction of mine as a kid was I watched way too much Charmed, okay. the original <laughs> Charmed, and this guy plays what they called an avatar, but he was basically like almost next to a god, like just kind of this omniscient, super powerful being. Excellent. And that's all I've ever seen him in. And then to see him here with a cigarette, <laughs> like we told you, dames to stay out of our turf, and I'm like, oh my god, like, that's him. 
so funny to see him like brought down to earth with this. Um, hilarious. Also hilarious. This billboard that the nice Superman nose goes to me. Yeah. The nice nose nasal spray. Like it. it Talk about Batman 66. Talk about Batman Forever mm-hmm. or Dick Tracy. Like, it's so Silver Age. It's so comic. It, it really is. It's it's this giant billboard of a nose and, like, nasal spray, you know, shooting mist, basically, mm-hmm. up into it. And it's also that, you know, like, Mindy's... This is the one time where I'm like, Mindy maybe could have played this a little harder. Oh, yeah. Um, I forget what her crap excuse was for Superman, but it, it was basically she, just, like, it's just so hard to be it. me. Yeah. Um, but Superman, like... Talks her off that ledge very quickly. Meanwhile, uh, Mr. McGuire. Yes, Mr. McGuire <laughs> is pumping the, the kryptonite germ into the, the hose here. I do think they did a nice job, like, directing-wise, of, like, just always keeping that mist in frame. Yes. When Superman's on, so that... And he he does do a little, like, wave it away. This is, this is annoying. Mm-hmm. You know, like, why is all this mist here? But just to kind of explain a little more of what's happening without... Without the special effect, that would have kind of killed this. If, yeah. like, little green dots started falling into Dean Kane's nose mm-hmm. or something, you know? They would have done that on Smallville. <laughs> yeah, oh, 100. We would have zoomed in and seen the microbes travel yeah. up his nose and into, yeah. <laughs> but a whole thing. Uh, but I do love the end of the scene where, like, she's feeling better. <laughs> Turns to him. Could you take me to some poor people? <laughs> and off <Yeah>. they fly. <laughs> oh, man. That's some WPS right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I just got a trip out of like, as she's like trying to stall him through her conversation, he just sticks his thumb up right next to his boot, like, did it. Like, we're good to yeah. go. Oh, Joey Bermuda. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That insert shot. <laughs> just his like hand coming like, we're good. We're good. I, Take me to poor people they, now. They do. <laughs> I love the relationship stuff on the show, but sometimes like truly what they do to Superman is just like. He doesn't sense that, you know, yeah. like he can't hear the guy under the rafters, like fumbling with his germ syringe or whatever. He's too focused on helping a innocent, an innocent woman who apparently, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he doesn't think is being nefarious yep. <laughs> at all. That, yeah, his reporter knows. Like, and <laughs> even like, sorry, knows. Um, this next scene, this next scene after the Daily Planet, after Perry is practicing, practicing which like. Oh my God! On his desk, like Bless season you, Lane one, Smith. Perry is so so great, and then what they do to him in these later seasons is is just rough. Breaking him and his wife up basically just so that he has something else to talk about. Sounds like the scenes, Queen Lance you know? of, uh, of of this show. Sure does. <laughs> it sure does. Did he join a line dancing group at one point too? No, he just dated the the Green Arrow's girlfriend's mom instead. That's right. Yeah, perfectly. He joined up with Damian Dark to help do a plot. (laughs) He argued with Rachel Ghoul. Sometimes you gotta make the hard choice, okay? (laughs) Argued with Rachel. That's the craziest. That's like that's such a crazy sentence to say. I know that reminds me. Like by the by the start of season four, there are aliens and the government are like basically making the daily planet their hub and metropolis for a second and it's just like in what world like where have we gone that this is where we're that this is where we're at with the show um but like like we were saying perry and clark and by extension superman are super fine with mindy church like she's just having a tough in the holidays she's got all this money her husband's in car it's just tough and lois is like rightfully like no, this seems pretty fishy still. Like, she seems weird. Somehow the only one that's, like, actually doing 
You tell, yeah. You're telling me two dudes can't see through a beautiful woman's guys and suddenly Lois right. can? I mean, I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know what they were getting distracted by at all. <laughs> yeah. The Jackie DiBernardo situation. Something yeah. about her just seems okay to me. I don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> they look at her and they hear heart too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is all that's happening. Yep. <laughs> um, recap two for for both of you guys. I know it's been a while since you've both been in this particular corner of Metropolis. <laughs> a few episodes ago, off totally off camera, we've never seen this woman before, but Perry's wife, Alice, leaves a note in his shirt that says, like, call me by five o'clock or I'm leaving you. And he, of course, finds it at like 530. That's so, hilarious, shit, first off. Know? <laughs> That's great. Yeah. <laughs> And since then, he's been, like, real moody, as you could imagine. But this is the first time that, like, anything family is going on. And apparently, like, Jimmy tells him that his son called. Um, Alice found out about the ski trip, and he had to invite his mother, too. And Perry's like, well, what do I even do? Should I buy her a gift? And, like, the woman that you want to get back in your life and who you're going to go meet have a family Christmas with? Like, yes, yes motherfucker. Like, get her a gift. <laughs> Get her yeah, five gifts, you jerk. Like, dude, yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> this note's making more and more sense, Perry. No joke. And that better be a good one, too. Yeah. A good exactly. gift. Exactly. <laughs> does no, does no, they like, no flowers Walgre- and a teddy does bear No Walgreens run on Valentine's Day type That's trip, you right. know what I'm saying? 100%. <laughs> like, I want to see the episode that's basically Jingle All the Way, where he's, like, trying yes. to find something... <laughs> Christmas Eve to give Alice. Oh my god. That'd be amazing. I love that idea. But then we get to the juice of the scene here. We get some some Lois and Clark action with uh, like Clark basically being like, Oh, I understand why you're kind of a Grinch sometimes. Like divorce seems hard, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Like I, I they've had this discussion before. Like last Christmas they had this like, Why are you so mean, Lois talk, you know? <laughs> uh but more importantly they, after establishing that she's tough as nails and he's a big softy, Clark sneezes, guys. Yeah, that's unusual. That is very unusual. And it's so weird to me that she's the one that notices that it's weird. Yes. Yeah, that that was essentially his first sneeze ever. And he wasn't ever. like, mm-hmm. what the hell was that? <laughs> like, what, what, why? Could you imagine yeah. doing something like a sneeze for the first time in like your 30s? Like, what, what the, what, am I dying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also like, he didn't like, like there wasn't like a shockwave or anything like it was like <laughs> no, a small film. in the episode sneeze Me? yeah yes <laughs> i thought about the, the only fanboy stuff i can give to that is well it's kryptonite you know he's, he's getting weaker okay but yeah I, i'm with you too like i wanted the air cannon to be shot across that set when he sneezed mm. you know but we don't but but sh- like we we now know that there's menace afoot here yes but we, we cut away from it very quickly to kind of hang out on the streets with the moms with mm-hmm. ellen and martha out shopping for christmas and i loved this scene i was just gonna say that it was a good one <laughs> yep it's really cute where like ellen's asking because i i do like that both of the lane parents at some point in this episode go to the kents and are like hey thanks for being around yes you know like because like lois needed you and we ain't hanging out every episode so <laughs> we appreciate it but Ellen is basically asking Martha for like tips of like what type of wedding uh, does Lois want, and Martha's like super cool about it and just saying like, "Well, I heard the word elope," and like, God bless this woman for understanding where that sentiment is coming from. <laughs> yes. These two, I, I as an unmarried man who hopes to be married at some point, I too have talked about eloped, but I've always gone away from it because 
like it would destroy my parents you know like it's not even an option so seeing martha like eh, you know being cool (laughs) with it i was very into i don't know if you know this matt but jess and i eloped (laughs) i didn't know that amazing that's why this this is the look i've been getting the past 30 seconds (laughs) that's amazing we got uh, we we got we got eloped on a weekend she flew her first uh her second flight well her second like full flight was going to texas very recently but okay. her first one was flying to North Carolina to get married to me at a courthouse for $83. Wow. <laughs> okay, so was that... I'm sure there were circumstances involved with this, but, like, did you get shit for this? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yes, I okay. did. I did. Uh, I, 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 I got the benefit of doubt because I was in the military and I was deploying soon. And I really wanted to get married, and so did she. So, uh, okay. but, uh, you know, yeah, so I, I, I have done it. I have literally... I didn't run off. I was there, but she has literally run off to get married for over a weekend. So we got eloped. <laughs> I'm so impressed and instantly like, well, this isn't going to work for me. I do nothing nearly as noble as you. So like, there's this, like, you know. <laughs> no, look, look, I, I've seen. We, we had to elope. Comic-Con was the next weekend. We didn't have time. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying my, uh, my closest friends got married a few years after we did. They spent about 11 grand on their wedding. I spent $84. Yeah. Yeah. And the marriage certificate means the same thing. (laughs) Yep. This is what I'm saying. (laughs) I'm a Martha here. I'm on your side. I really Also, let me say myself, I am clearly the guy in this situation. They're like, oh, whatever. Like, my wife would probably, if I asked her, she probably would want to have a wedding. Uh, Sure. But, uh, yeah, circumstances change for us. And we may do it one day. Maybe, maybe. Maybe we will do it one day. We'll have like a a wedding proper, and I'll put. I was a, just gonna say, if that's something in your dreams, like you'll have, have to make to that, that happen. Yeah, well, and I put it on this podcast, so now I have to now. It's on wax. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's on wax, man. But no, um, and Jess is one of our most loyal listeners. So like you're <laughs> fucked. Hey, if you start, ta- I was gonna mention if you start talking about Charmed, she would totally be about that. She's a big Charmed fan. I would yeah. do a Charmed. I, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see my wife's vacay. aesthetic, but she's very Charmed. <laughs> she very much likes Charmed. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, no, uh, I I enjoyed this scene because as someone who doesn't get to see a lot of, I mean, my Martha Kennedy experience was in Smallville, and right. you know the most recent, who's yeah, great, which is great, but like mm-hmm. to see them get mugged and them chase after the mugger, that was like so awesome to be like, oh, they're not just like weak old, like you know, you know, what I'm saying they're like feeble. No, they're like, no, I'm gonna see who this was so I can go tell my son so she can beat this dude up. <laughs> it almost made me for you know think for a second i was like is is that really martha or could it be the martian manhunter in this oh story? no <laughs> martha manhunter martha manhunter we went there we went there um i i loved it too because i didn't i didn't remember this particular part of this episode very well but like at there she's martha makes them go run after the mugger they see him being beaten up by the charmed you know head of street crime guy yeah. uh and like he takes the mugger away in a van and I see Martha like like sneak a peek, and she starts mumbling to herself. And I'm like, is she getting the license plate? And sure, fuck enough, yep. she's getting the license plate so she can give it to Lois and Clark. I loved it. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's, there's some badass women in this in this uh, this, this right. episode, and I'm for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, also for it, to his credit, is the head of organized crime for Intergang. Like he's back in the lair with Mindy, going like. This is like the good old day. Like everything's um, great, right? This is so much fun. We rule the city. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, Joey shows up, and Mindy. I, it's funny to me how Mindy turns on the the Marilyn Monroe of it, yeah. for lack of a better word, on with Joey when 
when she needs something you know like giving him the like these reporters are a pain in my ass like could you deal with that and joey almost almost doesn't want to kill anymore yeah right now almost. you know like yeah he's he's losing the he's losing that sparkle yeah oh, man. kids um, make you soft i know apparently <laughs> but not soft enough to not go like Ooh, I could put it in their microwave, and when they're done with the timer, the high-pitched noise could fracture their whatever long techno babble bullshit of how he's going to kill them. But basically, <laughs> yeah. it's with the microwave. Uh, and she's so excited by this, she tries to kiss him, yep. and he rejects her. Like we're both we're both married, and I respect. You have a Peter Boyle in jail for you. He respects the sanctity of marriage. Hilarious. Yes, <laughs> but uh, that's right because you know he he has a son and daughter at home. Yeah. Yes, he has standards. He, okay, he, he'll blow you up with a balloon. He's not bomb. home much, but he, he <laughs> but right. he has standards when it comes to marriage. <laughs> but he doesn't want his kids watching that gratuitous violence. Mm-hmm. You know, no. so good for him. Because what would Lizzie think? <laughs> what would Lizzie, what would Lizzie think? <laughs> That's why you said two. Yep. Yeah, I'm back. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, I guess I missed a thing. Meanwhile, back at Lois's, Sam and Jonathan are talking about male enhanced lips. Yes. Wait, I, uh, I got Okay, nothing. look. As a person who has to live with giant lips, let me tell you, it ain't always cracked up to be. It just ain't. <laughs> it just ain't. It's hard to keep your mouth closed all the time. Mm-hmm. It's the first thing people look at your face when they see you. Yep. Sure. In the winter, it sucks because they get chapped. Yep. So, that's clearly some... How did you describe it earlier, uh, Lance? WPS. Some WPS. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can look that up. <laughs> and when you do, come listen to our podcast if you want to hear That's more. Right. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> You'll be primed, yeah. Um, I do love Jonathan here of like, I don't know. I watch the markets pretty closely, and everything I see points to a bad year for rubber That was such a good line. Because <laughs> it was just it was also, a roundabout way. Also, for a 50 grand investment. Yeah. Get in the bot, you know. Get in this. Like, I can't believe that Sam is conning the Kents on Christmas. That was like, a nice, he... polite way to be like, oh, uh, hell no. Like, it was yeah, just so right. nice. And also think about it. Like, 50 grand in, like, what is this, 1995? 1990? Like, it meant something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I guess the Kents have it. There's never any, like, we're going to lose the farm issues on yeah. this show. <laughs> Whoa. And they fly to Metropolis on the drop of a hat. All the time, and like they have to fly, they they're states apart, you okay. know. Oh yeah, oh, so they're not three. They're not three hours away. They're, they're not, not three just hours a short away. Drive away. It's not a small town outside wow. of the city. No. <laughs> so these kids aren't they are struggling. The East Coast they don't somewhere. need to sell the back forty. His heart nope. seems to be intact. He wasn't he infused by fine. powers with Jor El to fight Clark. Like these are just normal people who found a son and they're just living their lives like it's golden normal people raising an alien oh, just man. like anybody else just yep, like anybody else they they go on vacation a bunch like they 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 live i, I like I, it I love it's so great yeah. um meanwhile lois clark and all the moms enter and clark's yelling at martha for taking down the like following the muggers and yes. getting the license plate <laughs> but i love lois like don't worry about him. He says the same thing to me all the time. <laughs> this is perfect. Exactly what they should be talking about. Mm-hmm. Lois gets a call from Jimmy. She, there's a clue that you know the van that had the license plate was Costmart owned, but we really don't have time to deal with that because Clark is not doing so hot. Yeah. No, he's not. Like, I mean, he's hot. He looks. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, literally, L- literally burning up. I, I love the little yeah, effect. Literally, the, the literally smoke. <laughs> Coming out of his collar. Um, 
But it's weird because like throughout this episode, there are a few scenes where I was like, is Terry sick? Because she sounds like she doesn't have a voice mm. in some of this. And then we've got Dean fake being sick. Yeah. And it's actually one of his better acting moments. So I was like, <laughs> interesting. But yeah, so they, they decide they've got to get him home. But he's like, I, I, I have something else to do, yeah. first of all. And all of a sudden, Superman's bringing a tree to the man. orphanage, which mm-hmm. I love. More to Alex, more Alex Ross painting, man. <laughs> yes, totally. It's just more charming Superman. I just, I like seeing this kind of, like, you know, you know um, I guess I haven't seen much of it because they, they don't just do it very often. But, like, even in, like, the most recent Spider-Man movies, like him being, like, the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Like, one of my favorite mm-hmm. scenes in these new movies is where the guy sees him. He's like, you're not Spider-Man. He's like, yeah. He's like, hey, do a backflip. And he does it. He's like, that's great. Like, I love stuff like that. Like, seeing, so watching Superman be like, I don't feel well for the first time in my life. But I'm still gonna go deliver these Christmas trees. Gotta like go. it's just, I don't know. It's just that that is a great Superman moment, and yep. he doesn't have to be lifting up a continent or punching someone to death to have a good Superman moment to do it. So it's just cool to see. Yep. I agree. Thank God for this show's budget too. You know, like, this, this, is, this is the stuff they do well. I will say too, like I, I I would be remiss if I didn't mention the last Christmas episode dealt with an orphanage too. And, like, he wound up pulling a sleigh with Perry and Jimmy and Lois in it. So, thankfully, we're not doing this here. But I, I part of me is like, are we tying this into the last episode? Like, is this Incredible. him continuing this tradition? So, to their credit, when they want to have continuity, they do. Okay. And I appreciate it. Um, but he's, I like, as he's doing this news conference real quick of, like, you know, it wouldn't be Christmas if I didn't see you and maybe anyone watching. You know, you've got room in your family for another little someone like he's clearly fucked up like he's mm-hmm. like <laughs> i feel so bad for him watching it because like we've all had to go to this function or whatever when well, we were just like on death's door but it's like no okay well yeah like <sighs> oh, gotta go like, you know we've all been like sick and had to go to work before right mm-hmm. and right it's crazy it's crazy saying that in the year of our lord 2021 when <laughs> that will never happen no ever again <laughs> right but in the past you know like we've all been there like where we've been sick but we're just like you know what gotta power through it gotta do it i need the money (laughs) yes exactly Exactly. you make it like it's some loyalty like i gotta work for this company it's like no i gotta pay this electric bill i gotta exactly (laughs) if those kids don't learn those notes today (laughs) man you don't know the half of it (laughs) i can tell him and then me just like the spreadsheet's not gonna get done (laughs) um Meanwhile, Mindy rolls up with, like, her team of prancing reindeer oh, men dragging this, like, big rolls-looking thing. Straight out of Vegas. Just, the, the funny thing is, yeah, like, totally. the car's moving. She doesn't need those men to do that. They're just running. <laughs> <laughs> I also couldn't tell. Is, like, I'm like, is that Joey driving? Because it's just, like, That's what I thought, dude. too, like, yeah. I honestly couldn't tell. But um, she's giving out the presents, kind of taking over. But, like, really, she's just checking in on how Superman's yeah. doing. Mm-hmm. Is this the part where she thanks everyone for being so poor because it gives her perspective? Yes. <laughs> it's such a great... She's so good, man. Oh, she's perfect. Really, really good. It's a shame they didn't have her back. Like, obviously, they kept the door open for it. Like, I just don't understand. They just didn't have any idea what they wanted to do with she this. She would story. rank high on the villains episode, Lance. Like, I love her. Yes, she would. Yes, she would. <laughs> Yeah, Lois comes and covers the thing, and they take this moment to kind of go away. And then, like, the minute they turn that corner, like, Superman collapses. Yeah. He's not doing well. And it's, like, 
these are the images in the show that I love where it's just kind of like there's a m- mundaneness to his Superman sometimes mm-hmm. that I really enjoy because it feels kind of real world. Like, of course, he would have these moments and like just seeing him on the street corner and then him, you know, back at Lois's um, in bed sick. Like, yeah, I don't know. I like it. I, I, I think it's effective. Yeah, it makes you makes us like, you know, like root for him in a different way than yeah. we normally do. Yeah. Um, oh, meanwhile, real quick. Who cares? Um, Joey Bermuda. I guess he wasn't driving the car because he's, he's at, at the Lois's apartment. Yeah. Messing yeah. with the messing microwave. microwave. Okay. Um, he's messing with the microwave. He's on the phone with Mindy. And in the closet, we see that baby Gunderson yeah. is recording. I guess so. <laughs> he's blinking a lot Good with for, sound effects. Good for basically. her. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much. Um, Dude, that's going to be the, that's gonna be what the Alexa looks like in like 20 years, by the way. I know, right? <laughs> like, they gave us the dystopian look in our future of, like, recording devices in our house so we can ask the shop for us. Like, they're going to be like... <laughs> uh, not far off. Um, meanwhile, at, like, Clark's... He's not doing good. No. And I think... I, I, I liked the plotting of this episode where they keep him in the Superman suit. You know, like, mm-hmm. if Lois and the Kent's there, um, obviously worried as hell because they've never seen him sick but for... A couple like uh, seconds around kryptonite, mm-hmm. you know, it's like this is craziness. Um, and turns out she's called her once genius doctor to come over and check out her and Clark's good friend Superman. Yep. Since Clark is away on, on assignment. assignment, all of a sudden, hilarious! Yeah. I love it. My favorite thing in the world is how good a friend Clark is with Superman, and the fact that like everyone just takes it as like, oh yeah, you guys best buds. Yeah, yeah it's, well, especially especially with, like when we get to it in this episode, like there's something in like. You know, like it would be other people looking at this, you would be like, somebody is breaking bro code. Like, if you're looking, <laughs> right? <laughs> you're no like, kidding. Yeah, I was gonna say, oh my, this is my good friend who you've never seen me around, but I'm always around his girlfriend, though. right? Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna hang out at Clark's apartment when he's gone. I'm gonna cuddle with him as he's dying. Yes! <laughs> and Sam's just watching, like. Some really good. He must be a some really good, good friends. friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess he is. See, Sam is thinking of what I'm thinking. Oh, Sam, it's crazy. Sam's probably thinking you don't have to build a robot. To, you have to build somebody to do that. There's people that'll cuddle you. You don't have to <laughs> make them. I mean, a robot. She's got an alien to do this with. You know, like what the hell? And I, I'm pretty sure Clark does it too because they seem all very yeah. friendly. <laughs> Everyone's cool with this. Um, meanwhile, like spinning newspapers, Dude, that's how bad yeah. things are getting, Hilarious. guys. That's straight 66. <laughs> spinning newspapers of a crime wave, which by the way, the story is by Lois and Clark. So I'm like, what fucking assignment is he on? Yes. He's... <laughs> <laughs> Craziness. But like, you know, spinning newspapers of crime. We check in at the Daily Planet for all of two seconds. And Jimmy's just like rattling out statistics of like, there's a crime every eight minutes. Someone's getting mugged every 30 seconds. Chief, what's going on? You know, like, I don't know. Where's Lois and Clark? You know, like that's Perry's go-to. Uh-huh. Like, we need them on the case. And then he's like, well, where the hell is Superman? <laughs> yeah. So, so dumb. I love it though. Um, that like truly P- Perry's almost uh, the Gotham police of like, I don't know how to do this. Get Lois and Clark to do it. You know, like, we can't figure this out. He's totally in Chief O'Hara mode at that point. A hundred percent Chief O'Hara mode. Um, And then at Clark's, you know, like, I loved kind of like Ellen and Sam caring for 
their daughter as they're caring for Superman. Mm-hmm. You know, like they, they can tell that this is tough on her. This is the moment I was talking about earlier where uh, Martha comes into the kitchen and she tells Jonathan, like, he's asleep again. And she's like, you can hear it in her voice. Like, she's terrified yeah. for her son, but she's got to keep it under control. I like it's those little things and like the emotional stuff that's going to come up soon, the lovey dovey stuff that I'm just like, this is why I love this show. Like, they just get these characters right sometimes and it's so nice yeah it makes it all worth it you know when yeah that happens <laughs> and Especially it makes it even this, worse like, when it doesn't work well <laughs> yes i know it really does yes. like there's um kev if you keep watching season one there's some episodes where it's just like lois sucks like she sucks <laughs> clark sucks sometimes like they just kind of don't get it right all the time but then like to their credit, through like season three and four, for the most part, these guys are pitch perfect, and that's what makes the show so watchable to me. Sam, thankfully, is proven his stripes as a genius doctor, mm-hmm. um, and has decided that they're going to try this experimental cure, which I guess is to just kind of let people almost die and see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're going to probably die anyway. Let's just, let's right. just roll the <laughs> dice, see what happens. <laughs> let's you know, just go with it. Yeah. <laughs> Speed it up. So he he's talking very vaguely of like, well, it's a really experimental procedural, and I'm like, what like what could this possibly be that you're gonna say prescribe to a Kryptonian? You know, I about to say I was two seconds from thinking if he says I have a bunch of nanites, they're gonna go in my body. Oh man, <laughs> I was gonna oh, lose man. it. I was yep. gonna lose oh, it. Yeah, that's a valid move. Though. Yeah, I was, I, I was expecting. But this that. is ninety ninety five. Like nanites aren't oh, a yeah. thing. And yep. And then the this difference here is like this doctor would have actually prescribed the nanites as opposed to on our show when that was a no-no. Yeah, can't do that. <laughs> or on the Flash where we'll whip up nanites between commercials oh, yeah. Yeah. to do something. You know, like, it's fine. Because it's so easy. Yeah, nanites are our clothes now. Um, <laughs> but uh, this is another thing that I love that they're going to starve the virus out and cut to Lois on the phone with Star Labs. Um, Dr. Klein, who is like basically Superman's physician mm. on the show. He's the Dr. Hamilton. Um, Yes, yeah, they had already used a Dr. Hamilton. Of course. So they have Dr. Klein. Um, but I love her, like, there's a weird gravity to this and a weird kind of, like, protocol that I enjoyed mm-hmm. where, like, she has to put Superman's on so that his voice ID can, you know, be authenticated yeah. or whatever. I think that's fun. And all of a sudden, Sam is um, uh, opening up a lead-lined case and we've got kryptonite in the house. Yep. I was like, okay, well, like, like, well done, show. Way to get the kryptonite in here, because like they mentioned right? earlier in the show, like they couldn't use they, they, you know, Church was very specific about like we can't really get kryptonite because it's in a locked away in a government facility. We can't get to that, so we need yep. to find another way to try and kill Superman. And so, and so, like for a second, like I thought that that was just completely off the table, and I was like, oh, kryptonite's not off the table in this episode. It's the solution. Well done. Yeah, it's nice. They this is the era of the show, and it's right near the end of it where they're keeping track of kryptonite like not every thug can get it star labs has it there was a piece that lex had that went to intergang that went to star Labs. so like they, they've tracked it you know like it's not prevalent yet yeah um again when they want continuity they do it but i, I love just this whole thing of like everyone really nervous watching him sweat out this disease mm-hmm. basically and and this is all that like sam's not raising any eyebrows <laughs> with this. As I mean, Lois is like whispering to him or whatever. You know, like come on, man. Like especially since like you're you're her father, right? Like you, like there should be some things like you know, alarms going off in your brain, right? Like Kev, 
you, you have daughters. I do. Like, so, like, if what would you what would you think if you like if there's some dude that your daughter wants you to help, and then she's like very obviously very distraught over him being in a state of disarray, and then as he's you know coming back to help, you watch and are sitting watching. What are your daughters like cuddled up next to this dude? What would your thoughts be? I would, is this a good friend or like, um, <laughs> or would you be like, oh, this person is clearly like my daughter's clearly in love with this person? What would your thoughts be? If if she was in a current relationship with someone else, yeah, not, exactly. While that's going yes, on, yeah, not in front of a sick friend, I, I would pull them into the hall and I and I, and I would look at and I'm picturing a particular daughter <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> I have a feeling I'm going to probably have this conversation with her. <laughs> Hey it's man. a good thought experiment for hey you, man, then, yeah. Like, we already know that, like, I'm committed to, to flying up oh, yeah. so we can we're, have our... We're, ba- we're doing we a bad, bad boys. boys we're doing a bad boys too moment. <laughs> we're doing that. I, I would probably have to look at her but like, okay, uh, who is he really? Like, and, yes. and, and no games. Like, don't play with your dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it's... <laughs> it's just like... Like 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 she 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 kissed him. I, I I guess no one saw that, right? I guess nobody saw that. Yeah, yeah, seemingly. So I was just like, man, like, look, I don't even know if I was sick if my wife would cuddle me that closely, <laughs> like because I'm just like I'm sick. She's like, don't touch me. I don't want to get it either. No, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've slept on a couch yeah, before. Like, you know, like yeah. for just this reason. Yeah, when I'm sick, I call it a, a pillow. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but hey, man, I mean, you know. It's, it's it's Superman. I don't know. Maybe Superman has some like. It's like maybe it's like oh well. Clearly, that's one of Lois's like top three, right? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, like she's on like, his hall. Like Lance, or he's on her hall. Pass. Lance, yeah. If somehow I knew yeah. Jessica Alba and I was like, hey mm-hmm. Lance, I need you to come over here and help me take care of my friend Jessica Alba. She's really sick. Yeah. And Jessica, you Alba's know like, I'd be there. I need New you York to like night. cuddle me to sleep. You're like, you know what? I'm gonna cuddle Jessica Alba to sleep. Take one for you the know, team. Yeah, yep. Superman is here. I think I might cuddle Superman, you know, yeah. just, you know, just so he can have that warm embrace of human yep. connection. That's it. He needs comfort, he needs comfort during all. his time of sweating okay. out this kryptonite disease. So we, uh, okay. we, 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 it's really we, tough. we, we fanboyed it. Yeah. We, we were perfect. <laughs> it's okay. She did it for the world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. That all aside here. We just made light of a very like, serious moment. <laughs> I know. No, but it's like, it's ludicrous. And also like part of me is like, especially watching like Beverly Garland when, when they're talking about, you know, Clark being a really good friend or whatever. Like these actors must have been told like, you have to believe it completely and not even think it's a big deal. Yes. Like you can't play any sort of like, what? You know, like there's no hint of suspicion in either of them. Yeah. And I have to imagine it was a discussion of like, we can't do this right now you know like we don't have time to deal with this but this is this exchange between the two of them of like her saying please forgive me and you had no choice or whatever and him basically passing into a coma and then like the kents go home with lois and she sleeps on the chair and Mm -hmm. they're just passed out on the bed and they kind of like sleep whisper each other back to life yeah. essentially you know like they start whispering each other's names like they're doing the whole star cross lovers thing totally i i'm such a i'm so <laughs> such an easy mark for it I, love it I just like i got nothing and i'd love to hear your takes on it but i just like this is the ooey gooey center of me that this hits and i i just love this stuff yeah you, you got points with me for saying mark because as a wrestling fan that's how we refer to 
us getting excited about something, we marking out about things. It's just funny because my cops will mark. <laughs> no, it's it's cute. Like I am still getting used to seeing Lois and Clark be a couple. Um, mm. and like the little like parts that come with being a couple. Because how I've been presented to them, I mean I had Smallville, but like most recently in like the movies, they're kind of just like in proximity around each other. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like and, and we're told they love each other because they're supposed to. You know, she pulls him into a bath. Yeah, right? like that's the yeah, most yeah. kind of you know, intimate they get. Yeah. Even as a married man, if she pulled me in that bath, I'd be pissed. <laughs> like, <laughs> tell me you want me to get in the bath. Let me take my shoes off for Christ's sake. This is weird. I have my phone. Yeah, like, like for real. Talking, you're doing? my wallet's in my pocket. Why am I in the tub? Like, <laughs> stop this. You know, <laughs> but but uh, it's it's good because you know I. I'm saying this from my, you know, few episode experience of watching the show. They may do this. I don't know. But in Smallville, the whole, we're not going to, we're going to pretend like we hate each other because secretly we're destined to be together. I didn't really, I was like, okay, we get it. But like to see like, oh, this is why these people like each other. This is why they care for each other. Like I have not seen Lois responding to Superman or Clark Kent like that in anything so far. You know, Uh, I mean, I'm getting a little bit of Superman and Lois, which is great. Yeah, those are my favorite parts of that show when they have like little date. Yeah, night like I, I like seeing those things. They have their wine at the end of the day yeah. or whatever. So no, I, 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 it, 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 uh, people can perceive it as corny, but like I'm, I'm, I'm the, I'm the demographic for that. I mean, I watch Hallmark stuff. I love seeing people. I love seeing people be in love. I like being in love. I love seeing people be in love. So it's great. I love seeing those things. Yeah, like yeah. when you, when you legit like, ship people, right? When mm-hmm. you le- like are legit for it and you're legit rooting for them, it, it it works. And I think because people and fans of these characters want them together, which is why, like you know, like for example, in the New Fifty Two, there was such an uproar when they, you know, they decided, oh, they're not together. Yeah. Um, they're just going to be, you know, somewhat sort of friends, and she's going to be with somebody else. And other people was like, no, that, like that's not what we want. She's going to be with Wonder Woman. Wait, like they, that's something wait, he's they did that. In. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. This is this yeah. is why I don't read comics. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, you know, so well, you shouldn't read the new 52. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Lance. Uh, it's all good. So, so when you legit like, you know, ship them, like this is what you want to see from them. And and, you know, to y'all's point, it's the right amount of cheese. Like it's it it's it admittedly it's cheesy, but it's the right amount. And so, and that's why it that's why it's it's digestible. It's just so nice when people see it too. Like <laughs> There have been so many times when, like, girlfriends, ex-girlfriends or whatever have come in and be watching this and be like, see, it's so good. They're like, this is dumb. And I'm like, no, it's, you know. <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> they love each other. We've, <laughs> we've done about 10 episodes of our 50-episode run so far about Hallmark Christmas movies, man. We are the people yeah. for this conversation. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. We love at the end when they kiss in snowfalls. Like, we like that kind yes. of stuff. Yes. Exactly. Well. We're rooting we're, for that. We're, we're minutes yeah. away, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, I, I love how this happens. You know, like Lois w- wakes up first instantly. Jonathan takes the call from Sam. I love how, um, Eddie Jones plays it where it's just like instant, like, okay. You know, like you just see the excitement yeah. and like Martha's back away. It's just like, th- this is the scariest thing they've ever had mm-hmm. to go, go through with Clark. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's never had a, he's never had a cold. He's never had anything. Yeah. They're both so happy. And there's just that like kind of supernaturalness of like, you know, they come out to tell Lois, and she's like, I know. How did you know? I, I, I can't explain. You know, like that type of thing. I just love that whole thing. But then Martha, being ever the mom, 
Oh, you're half asleep, honey. Don't go until you've had your coffee. Mm -hmm. It was great. (laughs) Killed me. We just had to, like, shoehorn this death trap, basically, into the episode. Um, Really quickly. I love, too, like, I wish we got more of this particular thing on this show, and they do it beautifully on Superman and Lois, where Superman is with the Lanes, the Lanes over at Clark's place, as he hears, you know, superheroes, the uh, microwave-killing Lois and the cats mm-hmm. and uh, like mid conversation, they're trying to tell him something. And he just whooshes yeah. out. And there's, there's very little of that in the show. There's a lot of like, oh, I've got to return a videotape and him walking off and you hear the mm-hmm. cannon or whatever. But like, I think they did it nicely here, but like they've been killing that whole idea on Superman and Lois. Oh, I love like, that. They're having a, they're having that family moment and they're painting. And then all of a sudden he just like dog whistle hears. And, and he's just out, out of there. Out I love it. Yeah. So good. Yeah. It's so, it's so nice. It just like, Again, it feels like a real world, real world. It feels like a believable aspect of his life that I, I really do enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he goes over and, um, I mean, I got nothing to say about this effect, <laughs> but uh, he takes the microwave and throws it into space. Any, any thoughts, gentlemen? He like shot puts it? Like it's yeah. not even a throw. <laughs> He Shaq free-throwed it into space, man. (laughs) But it's also such a, like, it feels so, like, a lazy, like, uh, like just over to the guy with the blanket off camera. What cracks me up is, like, he so, like, leisurely pushes it, but then, like, when it shows, it is zooming out of there. Yeah, it's out (laughs) of there. It's going, yeah. If I were a better podcaster, I would have looked up, because that looks like an effect we've seen before, so that Mm. might have just been a shot of... Something else blowing up at some point. Could have been. But yeah. It, Man, look. It's just such a lazy you could have, you, you, When you tried to get me to be on this episode, you didn't say it's a Christmas episode. You could have said, Superman throws a microwave into space. And I'm like, bro. <laughs> Great. I'm, I'm on that episode, man. Let's do that. This is literally in my notes where I'm like, anyone else forget it's Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> we haven't talked about Christmas. Dude. It's so long now. Um, but they get back. You know, Superman comes back to... Um, Lois' apartment and reunites with the Kents and all that. Um, and baby Gunderson comes out of the closet <laughs> yes. and plays the recording. She of, has the evidence. Yeah, Joey Bermuda. Um, so, you know, Lois and Superman instantly into work mode and he wishes off. And I do love Martha. Like, don't exert yourself, honey. Like, yeah, still, still, still just like, yeah. you're getting over it still. Just be, be careful. Um, and uh, turns out Mindy has set joey up for for rebuffing her advances i guess yeah get to the lair she does not and... do good with rejection she does not she's probably no. never have to deal with it in her he's... life <laughs> likely truly he's he's waiting for her at the lair and then lois and clark and all of the police force i guess come in mm-hmm. yeah. and find all this planted evidence pictures of his family like like again mindy commits she's done a number on yeah. him oh yeah here because it's like literally all the evidence yeah, yeah. This she is the one calls. point where I'm like... <laughs> to leave a voicemail during it. Like, yep. like, she knew. It's the only part in the episode where Lois's reporter instincts aren't, aren't you know, mm-hmm. finely tuned. Yeah. It's just, like, she goes with it. Like you said, we see Mindy in a car leaving the, the voicemail for him really quickly yeah. with her you know, little lapdog and tells the driver to drive off. And that is a series wrap on Mindy Church. Dude, gentlemen. man, that's a shame. Job well done. Yeah, she, yeah, she did right? it. Right? Goodbye forever. Yeah, her performance was so great that three dudes are talking about it decades later. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy it. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I, that's just I. I don't even know if we mention Intergang ever again. Oh, wow. Like it's just they clearly Which is, they completely lost the thread on and it. And that's crazy considering this is a a show with Superman in it. Yeah, and Intergang's been around since season two. Yeah, like it's not like it was a new thing that they just kind of abandoned. And knowing the stories that they go to later, I would pray for an Intergang in the later half of season mm. three or season four. You know, yeah. but whatever. There it goes. And family wrap up back at Lois's, who does, I love Ellen asking, like, who does Superman spend the holidays with Clark? As if, again, just completely buying the fact that Clark is a good friend to his. That's right. He's like, how come you didn't invite Superman over for Christmas, Clark? You know, right, like, he spends it with friends and loved like, ones, not people he cuddles yeah, with. Yeah, it's you like, know, wait like, a second, we just saved Superman's life, he won't even stop by to say thanks? <laughs> uh-huh. Right. And the cover of, like, he's with friends, of like... Then he should be. Yeah. What? So he's your yeah. friends. Aren't you his friends? Like. Yep. Right. And then, as we discussed earlier, I like earlier that um, Sam brought a tree over, and his tree is like all silver and shiny Artificial. and very yeah. fake. Yeah. And the Kents, of course, brought like a beautiful, a real tree. Mm-hmm. But both trees blow, and we wind up plugging <laughs> into Baby Gunderson's ears. Amazing. To save Christmas craziest shit in the world amazing um <laughs> lois and clark are right to sneak out to the fire escape away from all of this craziness yep um and have just a sweet little moment together you know like maybe it was the kryptonite that saved me but i think it was you and like you said snow starts falling and that's another christmas in metropolis yep. John. iconic every every single christmas story type thing that has like a couple there's always like whether it's an episode or a movie there's always like the ending kiss scene in the snow and yep. you know what they did it yeah it, it wouldn't have been a christmas episode without it yeah amen to that and honestly um, i think with... this is the same fire escape that uh they used in a different world back in the day when whitley and Dwayne wayne <laughs> did the exact same thing in a christmas episode like, they, like <laughs> it's like the same spot i think i'm serious that looks like the same balcony oh that's funny and they had a, a robot powering the trees too no they didn't have that they didn't have that we win i also like as we're fading out over executive producer robert singer's titles we've got this dumb little santa hat yeah. and lights and snow and, like they're just they're fucking going for it now guys. but that <laughs> brings us to the end of home is where the hurt is uh gentlemen can i ask you a couple questions about this episode sure, go for it we talked already uh about uh did someone read a book yes it's the war of the world's plot to uh to kill superman um we talked about some super casting i was surprised we didn't get again more christmasy elements and more christmas songs throughout this episode but truly they, they kind of forgot yeah, about it it's, they did. it's a shame we didn't get a uh santa being real uh, as we did in Smallville, <laughs> which is which is actually, might I add, uh, this is an interesting kind of uh, full circle thing. My first podcast was the Lexus Christmas episode, and here I am on your epi- your podcast first time talking about a Christmas episode. So it's pretty yep, awesome. I'm with Superman running around, too. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, this is Santa. <laughs> uh, I don't even recall outside of the uh, first and last scene seeing a lot of decorations either. No. No, I, I just the I guess the tree that he delivers to the orphanage. Yeah, yeah. Really, you know that's that's about it. Um, what, in your opinions, was the best effect slash use of Superman in this episode? Well, it wasn't mm. it wasn't a microwave scene. I tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, 
I thought it looked pretty good as far as like best effect is when uh, Mindy's on the the nasal spray sign and he he zooms down. I thought that looked really good because um, it took me a second to remember that I was watching something from 1995. Uh, the microwave yeah. scene reminded me of that. <laughs> yes. But uh, his his zooming no. effect of like landing places really quickly would look pretty good. Even the green screen or whatever they had for the city back there, I thought yeah. looked. Yeah, looked I, okay I didn't even too. consider yeah. it like that like being a thing. I'm so used to seeing big cities and everything I watch now that it might have been green screen. Uh, let's see. For me, I'm going to go with Superman nonchalantly, you know, letting that bomb blow up in his hands because <laughs> that bomb seemed just like a little mini bomb. And so they, they had the whole practical thing going where like we just get a little, you know, a little pop and a, and a puff of smoke because it's Superman. Right. Like he could he can snuff that thing out. So he can take. Yeah, it. that worked for me. I only wish that it was it was like mouth size so that he could eat it yeah i know right that's that's a fine tradition on this show um that i really do appreciate you guys named the right answers here i i did like when he came i just like that he comes to the orphanage like i Mm. like that kind of humanitarian aspect of um of superman as well but i I think your scenes win um best lois and clark moment for you guys it can be out of costume in costume whatever uh it's i mean we, we mentioned already uh him swooping down to save two people's lives from exploding by a bomb and him taking us a brief second to look at someone he really cares about and says, hey, how's it going? And then blows it up. Uh, <laughs> little moments like that. Um, and then like the hereafter of uh, her just thanking him later. Like, hey, thanks for the bomb, by the way. Just how, like you know, like we were saying earlier, yeah. that's just part of their life. And uh, that's, uh, yeah, I like this part. She hasn't taken it for granted, but it's also, it happens so often that we're not going to make yeah. a big deal out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm going to go with the coming up with excuses to leave their, uh, their, their folks. Yep. That's what I'm going to go with. The, the concurrent excuses. Yes. Um, I've just got to come up with another one here for the sake of it. I liked, I liked the discussion at the daily planet, um, between the two of them of just like, it, it was a little like you've talked about this before. But Clark just realizing, like, having that heart-to-heart with Lois of, like, we just see this differently, and I understand why, especially now after spending an evening with your parents together. Yeah. Um, that, like, this type of thing, you know, the parent thing and holiday thing is always going to be harder for you, whereas I was just a big softy, and that's how I was raised. So everything's just Christmas and Santa to me, you know? <laughs> um, and for our, our three main characters here, Lois, Clark, and Superman, was it a good episode for all three, did you feel any of those, you know, three personas was underutilized or stood out in any way? Hmm. I think this was a good episode for all three. I think uh, we got to see Superman, you know, depleted in a different way than usual and have to handle mm-hmm. that uh, differently. A good Clark episode being, you know, supportive of Lois in in a in a annoying time for her in a, in a time that, that she was you know, not really feeling right. He was, you know, showed that he, he has her back and yep. likewise with Lois. I mean, she's literally cuddling a sick dude as he's recovering in front of her father. Uh, no hesitation, <laughs> no hesitation. Yep. Uh, yeah, no, uh, great impression of Lois. She's, she's, she's good at her job. She's not a bad reporter. Um, she's smart. Uh, she is brave. I liked seeing Superman, do more things that didn't involve like I like seeing the humanitarian Superman. I like seeing Superman stop the bomb. 
um, he didn't do, you know, there was no giant monster fight. You know, like like he no, just stopped the criminal. Probably watch a different yeah. show. You know, so uh, <laughs> so I, I I like seeing that. I like seeing Clark's, I like seeing Superman's problems. Uh, that was just a new problem that I've never seen him have. You know, yeah. he he, yeah. he was sick by a devious plot. It wasn't like I'm gonna upset Lois or you know like you know general drama they do. So and uh, yeah, Clark was good. I mean, you know, I I'm not used to seeing Clark be so uh, I guess normal. He wasn't like acting weird, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because uh, that kind of threw me off a loop, but I just figured that's just how Dean Kane is portraying Clark Kent in the show. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was fine. I thought all three characters were really good. I, I agree. So I'm going to talk about something that you just reminded me of because you said it earlier too of like this is just a different side of Clark mm-hmm. than you're mm-hmm. used to seeing. Because that's the, that's the one thing in Smallville in later years that kind of disappointed me of like Tom Welling never felt like that personable kind of like at his core sweet <laughs> no. Clark yeah. to me no. you know like yeah if I think about a sweet was, guy I would never think alien. of Tom Wellens yeah. Clark Kent as a, as a sweet person like, yeah. no, no no I love the show but no dude <laughs> dude the... no me too but yeah, there's a reason in the later seasons especially I'm not really watching for the Superman story yeah. anymore I, I like what they're doing with the other characters mm-hmm. I hear you um yeah but, uh, okay, so over here in 1995 Metropolis, we rate on a scale of 1 to 10. Okay. Um, so, gentlemen, take, you know, take your time. Okay. It's a show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. But <laughs> what would you give Season 3, Episode 11, Home is Where the Hurt is? Lance, you got to go first. <laughs> okay, this is... I, I'll, I'll go first okay, so okay. you guys tabulate. Um, and it gives you a sense of the curve that I'm grading on. Uh, I'm giving it a 6. There's nothing super terrible about it. There's nothing all that wonderful about it for me. There's there's great Lois and Clark stuff in it, and I appreciate that. Um, but otherwise, it, it just kind of felt like a sitcom version of the show. Uh, and I wish it was more Christmassy. I wish they'd kind of, you know, doubled down. It reminded me of the season two Flash Christmas episode where, like, Christmas was happening around them, but it didn't really matter, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, so th- that's... That's me. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm. Can we give point fives to them? By all means. Okay. Sure. Teachers. I was gonna. <laughs> Again, everything's made up. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, yeah, I was gonna give it a six point five. Uh, okay. You know, and you know, for a lot of the reasons that you said, but also just because, like, I know what I'm watching, right? And it's it. Right. And so and 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 I I enjoyed myself. But, you know, I know what I'm watching and I know that this is like, you know, there's there are better episodes of this show, but I still enjoyed this a lot. Cool. Um, well, because yeah. this is my fourth episode ever. No, I enjoyed it, but I also don't know what I'm grading it against. I don't know what's peak Lois yes. and Clark. Uh, but um, no, I enjoyed it. And, and I, I get what you guys are saying. Uh, I'm, I'm just just stay on par with everyone else. I'm also gonna give it a six, but my only criticism of it because I can't really criticize something I don't know much about. There was not enough Christmas in it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. It was docked four whole points for no for not enough Christmas because that's fair. I Completely care that fair. much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I also like Lance. Thank you. It's so rare when a guest goes above me so i it's just oh. <laughs> just such a thrill i'm like nine um, you know like <laughs> yeah exactly it's like come for the seven come for the seven no okay um anyway 
guys, thank you so much for coming yeah, over here. We've talked about Smallville. We've talked about the Aquaman pilot. We've talked about all the DCU movies together. Yep. Um, but thank you for slumming it in 1990s Metropolis with me. No, for no, this. Hey, man, thanks for having um, me. I loved it. Great. It makes me feel bad that our uh, this... podcast doesn't have guests. We're like, thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we just leave. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to go. Yeah. Um, no, I'd lo- like... Um, uh, Kev, like as you get into season one, if if you have feelings, like I always do, little weird episodes in between or over the summer or whatever. Like, would love to have you guys come back and talk about like an older episode Dude, yeah, or something like that. Like you know, fun. whatever. Um, but in the meantime, in in your closed off studio, where can people find you guys <laughs> online? Let's, uh, you Lance, let's go start Lance. with you. Okay. Yeah. Oh dang. Okay. So uh, you can find me at Sir Lance Laster on all of my social medias. Uh, you can find me weekly on the Nerd Party doing Nerd Party news. You can find us at Join Nerd Party on Twitter. And then you can also find me and Kev talking about all the things that make Arrow Arrow on Always Hold On to Arrow, part of the United Federation of Podcasts. You can find us on Twitter at Do Not Fail Our Pod. That is why I get him to do that part because he does it so much better than me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, I just got my Facebook back, but I don't post on it. But I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm on Twitter at chill underscore us c-h-i-l-l underscore u-s and uh yeah come 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 chat with me uh we're also i'm also on the arrow twitter and yeah i i I co-host and lance carries me through a podcast (laughs) (laughs) um i've got to talk about your podcast too one more time one of my favorite things about your show is how you guys cover it because like when when i heard your format and i was like they're not going episode by episode. Like you don't have to go episode by episode. <laughs> I just like it was a revelation oh, to man. me. But you, I mean, like you guys can talk about it better than I can. But like the way that you kind of cover, I don't know, uh, eras of the show, sections of the yeah. story, specific characters as a whole. You know, like I, I really, it's fun for me. Yeah, my my hope for for the for the podcast is that it. I I. I I, I, I try to bring the vibe of simply when we're off camera and off mics just talking about stuff we enjoy. I just want people to feel like they're yeah. listening in on a conversation of me and Lance just talking about what what we liked about Arrow and what we absolutely didn't like about Arrow and why yeah. we kept watching it. <laughs> uh, Basically. And it kind of comes across as that. And like we've kind of developed our own little bitty like shows in that. Like we have the Hallmarks. Yes. We haven't done Always Home on ASC South in a while, but that's because football season's over. So, you know, yeah. and we just kind of keep, I don't know, it just keeps kind of evolving and growing. But yeah, no, that. Yeah, we have an award. We have an award show. We have an show award every show season. every year. Oh, the yeah, Ollies. <laughs> so great. And like, and like really, uh, I mean, the award show, I, 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 I guess I came up with that. But all yeah. the format of the show is all like Lance. So Lance plans out everything. Literally, I am the most spoiled <laughs> podcaster ever. I just get to talk about it. And that's all I get to do. And I love it. But, well, um,. Honestly, we have the ringer to thank for that because that's yeah. our inspiration yeah. for yeah. how we're doing. Oh, really? Yeah. Binge mode. Uh, uh, our one of our most recent episodes. We we did a binge mode beginning. Yeah, and I got I got to yell into like the headphone and blow everybody's eardrums out. I apologize. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, we, we were both big fans of, uh, of of binge mode, and they have that same format. So we just kind of wanted to take something like that. Mm-hmm. Right on. Well, it works perfectly. Your show is great. Everybody. Please Thanks, still listen man. I appreciate and, and that. All Thank these you, guys. Um, as for me, you, you're here, so you can get it. <laughs> um, I'm, the Instagram's going. Um, please, everybody, come hang out and talk uh, on the Facebook group, uh, Lois and Clark, The Legacy. 
uh, run by myself and Mr. Alan Burke, who you've heard from around here. Um, like, there's so much conversation about Lois and Clark going on over there. Like, I, I feel so spoiled. It's ridiculous. Uh, and uh, as ever, if you want to send an email or if you have a suggestion uh, about what I could cover on the show, I'm, I'm always looking for fans that kind of interact with the show in a different way. Uh, than podcasts, be that art or uh, fanfic or whatever it is um, that you kind of find uh, inspiration for, um, please feel free to reach out to me at loisandclarked at gmail.com. Um, but once again, thank you both for joining me here. This has been a blast. It's so nice to have a little Christmas this summer <laughs> right now, you know? <laughs> and for Lois and Clarked, I've been Matt Truex. I'm Lance Laster. And I'm Cavante Chillis. Folk off, everybody. Merry Christmas. <laughs> 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 <laughs>